Welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. Today you're listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our hearts and speak into our lives. Welcome to the second episode in the growth series. We serve a God of growth. And when God says grow, nothing we do will stop it from happening. Now don't be mistaken, even when we don't see the growth, it is happening. So if you feel stuck or you would love to see growth in different areas of your life, this series is for you. So every week we are focusing on a different area of growth, but you're going to notice that each week includes spiritual growth because without it, nothing in our lives will grow. So this week's topic is emotional growth. Let's start by talking about why emotional growth even matters. Last week, we discussed how our thoughts affect our feelings and our feelings or our emotions affect our behaviors. Most people want to skip the feelings part. In my time in ministry, in counseling, even in my personal life, I have noticed that we are all for tackling our thoughts. We all get that. We all get that thoughts are the root of all the things that we need to look at and replace and challenge. But the emotions part, the feelings part makes most people uncomfortable. So we have to kind of start by just debunking emotions a little bit because we've been brought up to believe certain things about emotions, about our feelings that we might need to reframe a little bit. So emotions are neither good or bad, but they are telling us what's happening in our heart. Now, some emotions can feel scary or uncomfortable, especially if you've never experienced them before, but everyone has emotions. However, we all view them and we process them differently. So according to Gottman Emotion Coaching, there are seven basic emotions that we all share. And here they are. Sadness, anger, disgust, contempt, fear, surprise, and happiness. So we'll actually process a few of those emotions at the end of this episode. But first, I want to discuss a few things about emotions before we do that. So let's look at What could be different in your life if you grew strong emotionally? Y'all know me well enough, hopefully by now, if you've been listening to the podcast to know, I love to explain the why behind we, why we should do the work because it's not easy to grow in any area of our lives, but I think growing emotionally is one of those things that people don't really understand the value of. So here are a few things that could be different. If you were to grow in this area of your emotions, you could have more self-control. You would be able to communicate more clearly because a lot of times our lack of communication is because we don't even know how we're feeling and we don't know how we're feeling because we've never allowed ourselves to actually feel things. Uh, You'd be less likely to be a ticking time bomb or a volcano ready to erupt. You know, here's the thing about emotions that often we don't understand. They're there. They're going to get processed and expressed in some way or another. So we can either choose how and when we want to process them and do it in increments, or we can stuff them down. We can try to numb them. We can try to ignore them. And eventually you're going to have a volcanic eruption 
which used to be me. I used to be one of those stuffers, and then I'd have this big volcanic eruption, and even I would go, where did that come from? It's kind of scary. And it was because I was just constantly stuffing emotions. But your emotions have to come out somewhere, and we see them expressed in all kinds of different places. Another thing that could come if you grew stronger emotionally, uh, you could form a healthy relationships with your emotions. So instead of controlling you, they would help you. I think some people have been afraid of emotions because they are afraid that, man, if I let myself feel, am I going to become this out of control emotional person? No. And in fact, the more you look emotions head on and go, hey, I see you, anger. Whatever the emotion is, you look it in the eye and say, I see you. I feel you. You're valid in this moment. I appreciate what you're showing me. And then you release it. Now, all of a sudden, instead of you being afraid of emotions and avoiding them, you can use them as needed and tell them where to go and when to stay. Okay, so those are just but a few of the reasons why we have got to be strong emotionally and why it's important that we actually give ourselves space to grow in this area. Now, let's look a little bit about God growth in this area of emotions. I wanted to bring up a scripture that most everybody has heard. I think even people who aren't Christians have heard this verse because we quote it so much. And it's Ephesians 4, 26. It says, be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. We've heard this verse quoted, especially in marriage teachings and all kinds of stuff. But I want to just talk, I want to look at the emotion piece of this right now. And here are two things that I see in this verse that maybe you haven't seen before. And here's the first one you probably have seen. This is the most common side I've seen of it. It's, it's this. It's okay to feel angry. Ephesians literally said, be angry. It says, be angry. But then it goes on to say, but don't sin. So it's okay to feel the anger, but don't act on it. So whatever the emotion is, it's okay if emotions come up that you don't like. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you a big sinner or anything like that if these emotions come up. But what we do with those emotions is what gets us into trouble. Now, here's the second thing that I see in this verse that I want to talk about. The piece that says, do not let the sun go down on your anger. Now, I've heard a lot of people argue about this piece, and I'm really not here to argue <laughs> about what this particular piece means about, oh, you shouldn't go to bed while you're still mad. Well, you know, if you're still worked up and you're still flooded emotionally, you may not be able to have a sound conversation. But you know what I really think the root of what this piece is saying here? It is important that you resolve it. Okay, so what we have to be careful of is that if you can't process emotion right away because you're too upset, that's okay. But don't wake up the next day or the next hour or the next whenever you decide that you, you are over that feeling of that intense emotion and pretend that nothing happened. That emotion, even if it is not right there at the surface and boiling, it is still there. The root of what caused the emotion is still there. 
We must be brave enough to deal with it. So that's what I feel like this verse is getting at more than anything of, hey, if you let the, the sun go down on your anger, deal with it. Do not allow the enemy a foothold for your emotions to simmer and for you to go, you know what? I'm no longer angry now, so I'm just not going to deal with it. So that's the thing that uh, with emotional health uh, that I want you to take away from today's talk therapy is this. Emotions are from God. We see emotion all throughout the Bible. I could spend an entire episode giving you quote after quote and story after story of people that things they felt. In fact, in my book that I'm releasing, I did that. I wrote an entire chapter on emotions and I gave those things that I'm just now telling you. We don't have time for me to do that today, but here's what I need you to know. They're from God. They are there to tell us that there's something happening in our heart that God would love for it to deal with. He's bringing it up because it's on the way out right? So lean in to your emotions. Let yourself feel the angry. Let yourself feel the happy. Did you know you cannot numb one type of emotion and it not affect the other types? So a lot of uh, times when we're feeling down or depressed or different things, a lot of that, I'm not going to say all of it, but a lot of it is due to the fact that we silence hard emotions like anger, like sadness, like grief, different things like that. But then it becomes hard to turn on more positive emotions like happiness and joy and excitement. So if you feel like you're walking around numb, chances are that you have numbed so many of the hard emotions that then the other positive ones, when they do come, when good things do happen, when something does make you smile, it is hard for you to even sit in the good emotions. So we've got to turn those emotions back on. Now, I want to give you some good growth resources because these episodes are short. 10 to 15 minutes is not very long for me to go into these topics. Uh, I wanted to do a bit of teaching today, but of course, I want to make sure we end by me actually letting you have space to process what we're talking about. So some resources I would love for you to check out this week. I'm going to keep repeating this book every week, How People Grow by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend, Uh, Emotional Intelligence by Daniel Goleman. And then, of course, there's an emotion wheel. I have one of these on my website. We'll link this blog post below. I actually did a podcast, I think, last year or the year before called How to Identify Your Emotions. And there I talked about the emotion wheel. I recommend going and reading that and listening to it. And then I also just want to encourage you, this is kind of a fun resource. Go to Amazon and search emotion journal. Now, here's the interesting thing I found when I did a search even before I hit record on this. I found that most emotion journals are aimed at kids. Because we think, oh, kids need to feel, right? Kids need to learn how to manage their emotions. Most kids, though, don't learn that. I I personally have never met an adult yet, and I know I'm a different generation, so hopefully the next generation will be different. But my generation in particular and the generations before me, we just didn't talk about emotions. That just wasn't something you did, and you didn't learn about them for sure. And so I think some of us need to go be a kid again in this area of emotions. We need to let ourselves play again. We need to let ourselves explore. So I found some as cheap as six to seven dollars on Amazon. Um, I have not. I'm not going to recommend a particular one to you because I've not ordered any of them myself. 
I honestly think maybe I need to create a resource that has a biblical view of emotions in it. But for now, if you'd like something fun to do, go search on Amazon, get yourself a kid emotion journal and start journaling your emotions. And that's a great way to turn on your emotions. Okay, so we're getting to the end of our episode and here is our weekly grow challenge. And it's this, and I'm gonna walk you through something that I want you to do throughout your week. So I want us to pause for a moment and I want to see your response to two of those basic emotions that I listed above. So I've got a couple questions for you that I want you to ponder and I want you to apply these types of questions to any type of emotion that arises in your week, okay? So here we go. When was the last time you remember feeling sad? And did you allow yourself to actually feel it and actually sit in it? Did you tell anyone that you felt sad? So in other words, did you express it? A lot of times our emotions are on our face, right? Even if we don't say it with our mouth, people can go, are you sad? Because you can see it on somebody's face. But I think there's a whole bunch of people walking around sad that plaster a smile on our face and say, I'm fine. And we're not fine. Now, here's another one I want to ask you. When was the last time you felt happy? Did you express it? Remember that sometimes when we train ourselves to not feel sad or uncomfortable emotions, we also shut down feeling happy emotions. So this week, I want you to pay attention to your emotions and what you do with them when they come up. Do they make you feel awkward? Do you let yourself sit in them and express them? You know, there's a difference in if you put a time limit even on some of these emotions. I'm not talking about big grief, trauma emotions. I'm talking about just the day-to-day emotions. But if something upsets you or angers you or somebody pulls out in front of you and cuts you off and gives you a dirty look and that upsets you, right? You have that knee-jerk reaction. Let yourself sit in that anger. Say, you know what? I'm going to let myself feel angry about this for three minutes. And I'm just going to vent to the Lord and say, Lord, I don't know why that person just did that. That makes me so mad. And just vent. Journal about it, whatever it is. Now, if you were using the example I just gave, don't journal in the car. (laughs) I feel like I have to give that disclaimer. But let yourself sit in it. Put a time frame on it and then go, okay, We're done being upset about the car cutting me off. We're moving on with our day. Thank you, emotion, that you helped me to observe that angry feeling that I felt. That was very helpful in the moment, but I don't need to carry that anger with me for the rest of the day. I don't need to tell everybody I see about what happened if that car pulling out in front of me for the rest of the day. I felt it, I expressed it, and we're done. All right, so practice that this week. That's how you grow is by making space, by bringing awareness, but then making space to actually practice these things. All right, so let's finish off with our prayer from Colossians 1 for growth that is fueled by God. And it says this, we pray that you'll have the strength to stick it out over the long haul, not the grim strength of gritting your teeth, but the glory strength that God gives. It is strength that endures the unendurable and spills over into joy, thanking the Father who makes us strong enough to take part in everything bright and beautiful that he has for us. So Father, we thank you that emotions were your idea. I speak life into this area of emotional growth for every single person who's sitting under the sound of my voice today. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Well, my friends, that's all for today's episode. Be sure you tune in on Wednesday for a special guest interview here on Real Talk with Rachel.